We're reading from Luke chapter 2, verse 25. Luke chapter 2, verse 25. A little bit of a lengthy reason, uh, sorry, uh, reading. And I have a reason, if I can make that work. A lengthy reading, but I think it's enough so that you have a little bit of context. We're surrounding our thoughts, surrounding the Christmas story. And there, the scripture says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. The same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents, Mary and Joseph, brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then he, Simeon, took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, verse 29, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. Verse number 30. I call your attention again, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Praise God. What a great, great miracle we know because of the presence of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Last week I talked to you, Christmas is for losers. And this week, Christmas is for winners. Winners. Not for whiners. For winners. Christmas is... For winners. I got the thinking this week, I could have said one week Christmas is for Democrats, Christmas is for Republicans. That wouldn't have worked. So we just go with winners and losers and you define uh, anything else you feel like is, is applicable. But let's ask God to speak to us through his word. Okay, Jesus, I know you're faithful. Would you cry out to the Lord? Say, Lord, speak to me today. Lord, would your word and heaven even come down and transform us even today by the power of your spirit by the grace of God. We want victory, but we can't have it without you. We want the Holy Ghost, but we can't have it without you. We want a mighty move of your spirit, but we can't have it without you. So come, Lord, and let your glory be revealed. Let the power of the Holy Ghost operate in us and through us. Let your word accomplish that which you desire to accomplish today. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Now, I know we've been worshiping here a while. Would you give the Lord praise and thanks and, and just kind of let it happen there for a moment? intriguing passages is right before Isaiah 9 and 6. Most of you could quote Isaiah 9 and 6 and I will in just a moment, but right before that, uh, the writer says, for every warrior and I'm paraphrasing here uh, endures and the battle is fierce and, and he talks about some graphic scenes related to the struggle of life and, and there's some prophetic things in there and then there are probably even some things that we can look at and say, honestly, life is challenging. 
Right? Life is challenging. There are circumstances that each of us face that we would never choose. Amen. We, we would never choose those circumstances. We, we would never say, well, I guess I'd like to have this whole season of my life be upside down because, you know, it's been so boring otherwise, right? <laughs> no, but, but we go through challenges and, and the writer talks about confused noise and garments dipped in blood. It, it's such an amazing uh, prelude to the verse that most of us can quote because then he says, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth forever and ever. And then he says, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And and I look at that and I, I don't want to minimize your struggle, but I will just declare to you today, your struggle will not keep the Lord from performing his will if you'll wait on him. Your battle, no matter how fierce, no matter how much you feel wounded or are somehow devastated by difficult circumstances, God has a purpose for your life and He will perform His purpose way on Him. Because even though last week I tried to convince you that Christmas is for losers, I want to convince you today Christmas is for winners. And everybody that waits on the Lord can count on winning the battle. Amen. I thought you'd be more excited, but that's okay. I'm going to keep going. When we wait on the Lord, we are positioned For something supernatural. The psalmist said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So his direction was, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. There's a lot of waiting involved in Christmas. You're waiting online to buy stuff. Later, you wait online to return stuff. It's quite a situation we have going for ourselves. Waiting for family to come. Waiting for the meal to be ready. Waiting for Christmas morning. Waiting for time to open the gifts. Waiting for this message to be over. Lots of waiting. Just waiting. Waiting, waiting. And Simeon and Anna are champions at waiting. These are the people I read about here are their reference in Luke chapter 2. They are champions at waiting. Number one, they're older, which means they've waited a lot. It's possible some scholars say that Anna could have been as old as 105 years old. You you want to pray God's mercy on you that you don't have to endure 105 years on this wretched earth because you know what heaven is better amen Amen. and they represented generations of people who had been wandering and wondering and waiting 
anticipating a promise so real and yet so distant that some had forgot about it and had forgotten that it was real and had stopped waiting. But here come into the temple these two champions of waiting who somehow have it in their spirit. If we wait, we will win. An oppressive government. A history of captivity and brief liberty. Captivity and brief liberty. A history with the people honoring God and at times dishonoring His purpose. A history filled with all kinds of disruptions seemingly to God's purpose and God's promise. But here come these older folks that simply say, if we keep waiting, if we keep watching, if we keep expecting, we serve a God who made a promise and he's getting ready to make winners out of waiters. I, I, I don't know if you know, and, and really, I've waited around on Christmas morning. I, I think of this more in the context of growing up. And, and you know, you've you got to be thankful and appreciative. I've told you about the real crisis. I, I had a bad experience growing up. I had several. They really weren't that bad, but I could embellish if I want to. But I remember the horror having a birthday December 17th, two days from now. Let God use you. <laughs> Identical twin. So I literally remember, and if you've heard the story, I want you to weep again like the first time. I remember hearing those incredible words. This is for you and your brother. For birthday. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And Christmas. Now maybe $5 did do more for me then than it would for you now. But I didn't have that revelation. And I'm like, we waited. You know, you've got the envelope. And I know you heard about a God who could send thousands in the mail and the envelope. You open up just what you need. I remember as a child opening up a window, uh, an envelope year after year after year. I saw who was addressed from. Oh, 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 God's going to make a way. That same $5 gift card every year. I don't know what economy you're living in, but that's just a little bit of a disappointment here. Christmas. And we laugh about that. And we understand some people are, are, are enduring difficult things. I, I know you understand my spirit. I don't, I don't want to ever make you feel anything less than adequate if you just say, man, I don't have a lot to work with. And we always do our best, but we can joke a little bit about waiting, waiting, waiting. And, and thinking to yourself, even while you're looking at it, I have to find out if this can be returned. <laughs> Boy, thank God for gift receipts. Whoever thought of gift receipts, right? And I do have people in my life that really have always seemed to hit it right. 
uh, on the button and they know what would be important or meaningful and we all hopefully have a little bit of that but I'm telling you that Christmas uh, involves a lot of waiting and here are these two champion uh, individuals uh, who have been waiting on the promise of God and here comes God never having forgotten his promise and what a moment for Simeon uh, holding that Savior in his hands and he says now I'm a winner now I've been waiting and now I see the promise hey God has kept his promise wait on the Lord wait on the Lord be of good courage because he'll take you that are waiting and he will turn you in to winners. It is very likely that as Anna, I say Anna, Anna, as she was looking at what was going on there and she began to rejoice. I, I don't know if you recognize this, but there's just some people that, that have been a part of our lives for so long that we just go on about our business and, and they're just a fixture. You would have never come in. That, that woman had been widowed for so many years and, and she had been just coming to the temple doing her thing probably no longer observed or noticed by many, but her heart and her eyes and her spirit lifted when she heard and observed what was going on. And it all of a sudden occurred to her. She may have been 104 or five years old, but she was finding out that moment. God keeps his promise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 20, say not thou, I will recompense evil, but wait on the Lord and he shall save thee. Psalm 37, wait on the Lord and keep his way and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. I've seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a green bay tree. But the answer is not to give up. The answer is not to give in to fear. The answer is to not look at your life and decide God has forgotten you. The answer to say is to say I'm waiting on God. I'm worshiping God. I'm trusting God. He's going to turn your situation around. Hallelujah. I, I would love for someone to just move through life between now and the rapture unashamed that you have put your trust in God. No wonder the writer in the New Testament says keep yourselves in the love of God looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. These characters that I referenced today they're not just incidental characters but they are an inspirational couple and they in their own way they were not a couple as such but they are a couple of individuals that in their own way they are championing the cause of trusting God with all your heart, with all your soul with all your mind and your strength and can I say to a dear precious senior saint don't you ever let the changes of new generations rob you of a conviction I still have a God who makes a way where there is no way I still have a God who hears every cry I ever cry I still have a God who made a promise they are champions for everyone that is still waiting Keep showing up. 
loves to take the waiting and turn those people into winners. No wonder the writer in Hebrews says, you have need of patience. Seriously? (laughs) Patience? It just says it just like that. You have need of patience. Can you imagine if I said that to you when you came in and you were pouring your heart out? You just need to be patient. You'd be so fast down the street. You'd hear from God all right. But that's, you know, that's what he says. That's what God says. My body is hurting. You have need of patience. My family's in disarray. You have need of patience. I have asked you time and time and time and time again. You must hold on to do what God wants you to do faithfully so you can receive what God wants you to receive. Nothing will stop him from blessing you. Nothing will keep him from blessing you. Nothing will stop him from putting on your life that provision and that wonderful anointing that you seek. But you must be patient. You know, children, children are adorable. Uh, I talked to a young boy. I said, are you having a good day? He said, no. (laughs) And then he told me there was something he wanted that he couldn't get. And of course, being so good at relating to children, you have need of patience. (laughs) Bless me, go in peace. And I just kept on going. I got got away with kids. But, you know, children are precious. But they cannot conceive. Why can't I have what I want? Why can't I get what seems best to me? Why can't everything every day go my way? And guess what? We can be a whole lot like children. And we are the children of God. But the Lord has a way of testing your patience and testing your faith. And I just came for just a few moments to somehow remind you in a simple, maybe humorous way, Christmas is for winners. I don't know if your family's going to get it right, but God is going to get it right. I don't know if waiting for the meal will make it the best meal ever, but God is going to get it right. I don't know if waiting for the cousins to show up will be worth the wait. a lot of this, but turn to your neighbor and say, God will get it right. He will be right on time. In Habakkuk, don't even bother. You wouldn't even be able to find it. It's in the Old Testament. In Habakkuk chapter 2, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision Make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for a point in time. But at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not 
Jerry, and I see a God who doesn't just operate in the lives of the children of Israel that way, but he operates in my life that way. He says, give this to that dude that I dragged out of apartment 404 in Queens, New York, and tell him to run for me, tell him to live for me, tell him to follow me, and let him know the vision is for a certain time, and it may tarry, but it will not be stopped. You just wait. Are you hoping for something from God? Do you have something in your life that still needs to materialize? Are you seeking God for family that needs the Lord? For situations that need to be transformed? What would God have you do? Just run with that vision. Run with that hope. Run with that purpose. Don't let anybody stop you. Every, every defeat, every disappointment... The enemy likes to say, ha! See? You didn't hear from God. Can't get any amens there, huh? You ever had that? That wasn't God. That wasn't God's promise. Oh, you thought you heard from God. That wasn't God. Oh, rebuke the adversary. Oh, rebuke that spirit. Even if that, you know, I hate to tell you this, but the apostle Peter, Jesus had to say, hey, get behind me, Satan. I don't think you ought to pull that on your family at Christmas dinner. <laughs> Could really turn things up a notch. But at least somewhere in your spirit, don't be rude or unkind, but in your spirit, say, I know they don't understand, but I'm running with a vision. I'm running with a hope. I'm running with a purpose. Christmas and the miracles that God performs, they don't always come when you want them, but they always come on time. Get behind me, Satan, with doubt, with fear. I'm waiting on God. I'm trusting God every time I pray. I'm waiting on God every time I worship. I'm waiting on God every time I dance and leap and shout and give and serve and minister. I'm waiting on God. Uh, I would say, just as a practical matter, this is why it helps. I gotta find a really sweet way to say this. It helps to have some winners in your immediate circle. Amen. No, I'm not talking about your cousin, cousin Mark. No Marks, please don't be offended. Cousin Mark, he's a real winner. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> Thank you for getting the jokes. It means so much to me. I'm telling you, it helps for you to keep some winners in your inner circle. It helps for you to have some people that when they see your disappointment and when they see your hurt and when they see your struggle, they don't come along and tell you that there's no hope. But they come along and say, hey, I know we're still waiting on God. But guess what? He knows what he's doing. He's right on. Hey, keep some people in your inner circle that know how to speak faith, that know how to speak worship, that know how to speak trust in God. Don't cast your confidence away. Don't get rid of Christ. 
not to overstate this somewhat illustration that I'm working. But you know, could you imagine? You know, that's why I guess in my case it was the mom. The mom was the great preserver of Christmas tradition. Because at some point, one time we waited for my uncle. I don't know how long we waited. And of course, as a young person, I will magnify and embellish it. We must have waited for years! Can we eat? Wait on your uncle. Sun went down into the nighttime. Hey! Don't sash your mom that way. Not on Christmas Eve or Christmas for sure. And really, after Christmas, they can take stuff back. So just, just pay it. We're waiting on your uncle. Waiting on your cousin. You know, when your mind is so geared to let me have what I want now, you can start thinking crazy thoughts. My brother and I, I hate to just blow away every family tradition we have, but one time we were so curious about Christmas, we got told this story. We, we, we got a candle. We didn't have a flashlight. We were poor. We got a candle and got under the bed so we could see if the gifts were under the bed. Well, guess what happens when you put a candle under the bed? Guess what happens to the mattress? The church was on fire and the Holy Ghost too. saying don't take matters into your own hands when you're waiting. You can destroy maybe that helps you. You can destroy everything. Don't you get to it. You just gotta make it happen. You can wreck everything. Don't mess with Christmas. Don't mess with a miracle. Just say I'm waiting on God. He's never messed it up. He's always got it right and I'm ready for what he wants to do in my life. If you trust him I wish you would shout. I wish you would clap your hands. If you trust me, I wish you would rejoice. Do you have your miracle? I am waiting, but I have the Holy Ghost. I have the Holy Heaven. I have the promise of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Discipline your mind. Guard your thoughts. Waiting is not easy, but look to Jesus. Keep the love of God. Keep your hope and your expectation and trust God will be right on time. Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, I'm reading from a paraphrase, but he said to the angel, do you expect me to believe this? I'm an old man, and my wife is an old woman. And the angel said, I have been sent by God especially to bring you this news. But because you won't believe me, you won't be able to say a word until the day of your son's birth. And then he said, again, I'm paraphrasing, every word I've spoken to you will come true on time. God's time. And I, I really, I'm, I'm about to land this thing. I feel like there's a meal in my future. <laughs> Every word he has spoken to you, it will come to pass 
time. God's time. Every promise he has. I wish already you'd feel faith in your soul. Every promise he's ever made about you, your family, your life, your ministry, even those things that look like right now, they would never be turned around. It will come to pass on time. God's time. Stand with me. One of the most. I don't know why all this is coming back to me. But one of the worst things you could do. Christmas time. Even if the grand total of all the gifts was like $29.99. My mother could take $29.99 and get 14 things that could be different. <laughs> it's true. Wow. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but it's generally true. <laughs> but the one that you still want to do this with, Brad, you didn't want to go for the grand finale. You didn't want to somehow get cute and not work on the smaller gifts and, and in your mind think that's the one that I really want. That's just a, because then you would hear this. Wait! She started speaking in Spanish. It's a bad situation. There's a couple things she could say that I won't repeat that you knew was a bad situation. And you'd hear, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 not that one. Oh, I know we don't hear an audible voice all that often. But sometimes I feel it. In my spirit, my heavenly Father who knows what's best for me, who has proven his love and his faithfulness, who has made it clear that he will not, not one good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Sometimes I hear it crystal clear. Wait, wait, not yet. Have this one now. Deal with this now. Work through this now. Enjoy this now. Wait, because when I get you here, you'll be ready. Until the instant he makes you a winner. You look like you wasted all your time. You look like you wasted all your effort. You look like your hopes and your dreams have been pointless. And then when he turns it around. You got crazy people show back up in your life. You're too smart for that, aren't you? I love you. But I know what went on there. And you won't be bitter. You won't be unkind. But isn't it amazing? How people have a way of showing up when they see the promise. Amen. But there's something about trusting God. Would you lift your hands? Would you honor his purpose? Said, Lord, show me right now. I believe this is something that we could pray fervently. Lord, show me what in my life 
that you are pointing to and just saying, wait on that, wait on that, wait on that. Don't get things out of timing and out of sequence. Don't, don't you decide that you just got to take matters in your own hand. Don't you decide that you know better than God. But what, what are you just saying? That the Lord show me what I need to be waiting on. Show me, Lord, where I need to be showing some patience and, and some resolve and, and some determination and, and some endurance. Show me, God!